Hello. I was muted. Oh my god. Hi. <laughs> How is meeting hell? Meeting hell is great. Do you know what we forgot to do on Sunday? What? We forgot to introduce the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> No, you, no, no. You, you know, like, uh, you know, like those super hip bars that don't have signs. Yeah. And we're just gonna, we're just gonna follow that model. So it's a speakeasy podcast. Yeah, yeah. We're just gonna release it with zero information. <laughs> at random times. <laughs> and limit the number of people who can listen to it. <laughs> Something creepy. Let's let's do it. <laughs> okay. So I wanted to start off with like a cryptid folklore. Well, that makes sense. Have you ever heard of the Kelpie? I have not heard of the Kelpie. Then this is going to be fun. So the Kelpies are a Scotland folklore cryptid mythology. They are either found near rivers or oceans. And are a horseman beast. Horseman beast. It's like a waterware horse. Waterware <laughs> horse. <laughs> in their horse form. Okay, in their horse form, <laughs> they're beautiful. Most of the um, folklore that I've read says that they're like black or like a really dark brown. Sometimes they're seen as like a beautiful white horse. Um, but there's like you know. It's a there's just a bit of discrepancy, um, but the most notable thing that's like different from this horse and other horses is that their hooves are backwards. Does that make it hard to walk? I don't know. It doesn't. From what I have here, it doesn't make it hard to walk. But it's like their hooves. You know how like horse hooves have like the shiny round part in the front. That's like facing backwards. It's not like their whole foot is backwards. It's just their hooves are backwards. Oh. Hmm. But another thing about them is that they are beautiful and sticky. <laughs> Did you say sticky? They're sticky. <laughs> okay, so the Kelpie is an oral myth that uh, originates at around like the 6th century, uh, but was first recorded in an ode by William Collins, composed sometime before like 1759. Now, I know what you're thinking. Oh, an ode? I wonder if she'll read it to me. Oh. Oh, I if will. Only you had that content. If only. So, I'm about to read you some poetry. Is it the ode? Is it? It is the ode. Well, it's an excerpt from the ode. Like I looked at it, it's like, it's like three pages long. I'm not gonna do that to you. <laughs> I mean, what? So, what if there are crucial details that you leave out? They probably are like how to kill the kelpie or something. I don't know. But it's sticky. Like, why it's sticky. William Collins and the sticky horse. <laughs> this is just an excerpt where this is actually just another folklore of the Kelpie. For him in vain, his anxious wife shall wait or wander forth to meet him on his way. For him in vain at to fall the day, his babes shall linger at the unclosing gate. I... Never shall he return alone if night he traveled limbs in broken slumber steep with drooping willows dressed his mournful sprite shall visit sad perhence her silent sleep. Then he perhaps with moist and watery hand shall fondly seem to press her shuddering cheek. And with his blue swollen face cold these piteous accents speak. Persuade, dear wife, thy daily toils pursue at dawn or dusk, industrious as before, or never meet one helpless th thought renew shall lie welting on the oyster shore. I'm not sure what that word is, but drowned by the Kelpies, six wraiths, nor e'er shall the aid thee more. So essentially, the poem is literally about like this guy's wife is like approached by a Kelpie and 
he's like, oh, you're so beautiful. I'm going to take you with me. And then drowns her. <laughs> Some guy just had a sticky horse back in the day and decided to make folklore about it. He's like, hey, man, why is your horse so sticky? Um, it's a Kelpie. <laughs> <laughs> he just didn't want to admit that there were serious issues with his horse. Oh, there are serious issues with this horse. There's a lot of serious issues with this well, horse. I guess not you already like... started with the backwards hooves. Yeah, not only does it have backward hooves and a sticky pelt, but it also <laughs> can shapeshift into human form. Oh. Is the person sticky? They are dripping wet in seaweed and may or may not still have hooves in folklore. <laughs> So if you see, like, a dripping wet dude on, like, the beach or, like, by a river, check their hooves <laughs> and then poke them to see if they're sticky. I mean, yeah, what do you do on a Saturday night? I mean, like, you know, dripping wet dudes that are sticky or backward hooved. Like, gotta check, gotta see if they're a Kelpie. <laughs> Wait, so they're covered in, like, essentially kelp, too? You said yes, seaweed, but I, I took liberty there. <laughs> that the oh, yeah. No. Actually, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. In their human form, they are easily noticed because they're dripping wet, covered in seaweed, and may or may not still have hooves. But <laughs> most commonly, you know, like most like uh, folklore of like things that like, you know, want to kill you are like women, right? Sure. Yeah, you know, succubuses and like vampires. Well, I guess vampires are like half and half. Go like, either way. Know. Yeah, I can go either way. I'm like, you know. But in the Kelpie mythology, they're usually dudes <laughs> that seduce women to either drown them or marry them. <laughs> it's, quite, it's quite the gamble. <laughs> It's quite the gamble. It's like, how much does this Kelpie like you? It's like, it's like he's not that into you if he drowns you. Uh, females, they kind of have the same like look and feel of the males, like wet seaweed may or may not have hooves. Um, but they it's are supposedly pretty mean. charming. <laughs> yeah, like the was... dude is like super nice, and he's like seduces women, and he's like really charming, and it's like, it's like the the, the guy from Outlander. And then, because it's Scottish, I'm just imagining. Uh, I only watched like right, right. Scottish. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I didn't see that. Show. Yeah, I, like it got it got way too like the wedding episode just got way too weird for me. I'm like I can't watch this with anybody. <laughs> this is just weird, <laughs> awkward. <laughs> but the females what? are supposed to be mean, and they're dressed in green. <laughs> mean and green. <laughs> they're mean and green. Wait, but are they wearing more than seaweed? Apparently so. Apparently they come out in like mythology. They will come out wearing like the clothing of the time or they're in like kilts and like white shirts or like the women are dressed in like green dresses. It's like they know what they're doing. They know their mm -hmm. audience. Versus the male versions just kind of like come out of the water like naked but in seaweed and like pick up women no the man the men come out in the kilts oh they come out in kilts yeah yeah oh, so it's like okay, full-on okay. outlander okay but with hooves, <laughs> what <the> hooves? <laughs> which may or may not be backwards which may or may not be backwards <laughs> i wonder if the hooves go forward if they turn into human i just like i'm imagining like a transformer toy but it goes from a horse into a human instead of like a car into a robot <laughs> as you as you're like moving the pieces of the toy the last step is to just turn the hooves <laughs> it's like wow fully customizable hooves <laughs> 180 degrees of action <laughs> I'm hoping I'm saying this what is, right. What is this, what is this word you're using? P-I-C-T. Picked. Picked. Yeah. 
So the Pictish stones dating back from the 5th to 9th century are feature what is dubbed as the Pictic beast. And that's what they believe is the origin of the Kelpie. It's like the earliest representation of the Kelpie or a Kelpie-like creature, which like makes sense because the Kelpie is from the Gaelic word Kalpich. It's spelled like kale, like, like C-A-I-L peach. And that's probably not how you pronounce it because I know like Gaelic has like a lot of like words that like I, I Gaelic names are like badass, but a lot of the mm-hmm. times they sound nothing like what they look like. That's true. You're probably like slaughtering this pronunciation. Oh yeah, it's probably like <laughs> some some Gaelic person's gonna listen and be very angry with you. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But they have the coolest names though, like Siobhan. It's spelled like S H O E A I N. It's so cool, but it's like Siobhan. Ah, yeah. I love it. Pretty cool. I told Brandon if we procreate blood children, then they shall only be Viking or Gaelic names. Because Vikings are also badass. And will you dress them up as Kelpies for Halloween? Oh, fuck yeah. Kelpies and black-eyed kids. (laughs) Just, like, like, throw seaweed on them and, like, get them soaked in water. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Someone calls child services on you. (laughs) Why is your child dripping wet and covered in seaweed? It's Halloween. (laughs) So, cowpeach means either colt or heifer. Um, and the Kelpie Scottish folklore uh, is directly parallel to uh, some Scandinavian folklore, which is actually like kind of how like I fell upon this was like some Scandinavian stuff that I was looking at mm-hmm. of the Bakhastin. <laughs> sure, that's a word. <laughs> and there's also a similar myth in Central America called the Huihuin. And the Australian bunyip is kind of like, it has like the same parallel, like mythology of like weird beast that turns people and tries to kill them. Do they do they all do like the fifty fifty like marry or drown? I think so. I, well, definitely the Scandinavian folklore is like marry or drown. Oh, that's a good idea for a game show. <laughs> it's a new take on like... fuck kill thing. Yeah. <laughs> Mary fuck kill. <laughs> Marry or drown. Mary eat. <laughs> they go through like like one person goes through a lineup of other people and has to judge each of them. <laughs> Just like three like Scottish maidens. It's like okay, Mary, devour in horse form, drown. <laughs> So I would, I would watch this show. <laughs> oh yeah, a hundred percent. So how may you ask? Does the kelpie do its jam? Yeah, so the kelpie in horse form is with his backward hooves running around on like beaches and in like rivers, just waiting. Like just sits there waiting by the water's edge. And most of the time in horse form, they prey on children because, of course. So the children are, like, enticed. Like, the Kelpie has this, like, irresistibility. Like, you just, like, you see, like, it's just, in all the stories about it, it's like, this horse is so fucking beautiful. I want to pet it. Which, don't just go up and pet horses in real life anyways. But, yeah, like, kids just, like, want to just go up and pet this beautiful horse. Little do they know how sticky it is. Exactly. <laughs> so these children will come up and they will pet this horse and then their hands will get stuck to it. And the horse's pelt will kind of just like, the more they try and fight it, the more it'll stick to them. And uh-huh. then they'll up into the water and then drown the child and then eat them. But not all of them. They like to decorate the water's edge with their entrails. Oh, that sounds nice. Yeah, just like a little like decorative thing. Like we talking you know. like intestinal garland or something like that. Oh or... yeah, intestinal garland, hundred <laughs> percent. That's beautiful. And another creepy thing about this horse thing, this kelpie beast, is that if there's like a bunch of kids, 
or like a bunch of people, its back will extend to fit as many people as it needs. Like it's greedy. It's a like, oh, like this like troop of Boy Scouts is coming along. And it like stretches itself out. <laughs> what is it? What does it sound like? <laughs> It'll stretch itself out to fit um, as many people as it needs to take into the water and drown. So theoretically, you can get like a mile long kelpie. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is it's the like... upper limit of the size of a kelpie, Brit? <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't, you know, in all the folklore I've read, there is no maximum length to the Kelpie. It's like those dachshund cartoons where the dachshund just keeps going. <laughs> so there's this one folklore, and I don't know why I didn't put it in my notes, because, you know, I'm just that bad at life. But, so, essentially how it goes... And I'm going to brutally murder this. It's great. Mortar. A moida. I'm moida. brutally moida. I'm going to just take it into the water and drown it and devour it. <laughs> Are you sticky? I, I mean, I... So there's this story about, like, a Scottish prince and a bunch of... Actually, no, it's, like, all these, like, Scottish princes and, like, lords, like, sons are all out on the coast... And, like, for, like, a family vacation, you know? So they're all out on this family vacation, and, like, one of the prince's, um, what do they call them? Squires. One of the prince's squires was with them, and they see this beautiful horse, and, like, the prince is like, I'm gonna ride this freaking beautiful horse. And so he jumps onto the horse, and a couple of other princes get up onto the horse, too, and the horse just keeps getting longer and longer. And they're like fuck yeah, party bus horse. And they all jump on it. And I think they were drunk. It's it's the party bus version of like hundreds of years ago. Yeah, hundreds of years ago, uh, Kelpie party bus. And then the squire is like, hey dude, I don't think this is a good idea. This horse is really sticky and its hooves are backwards. And they're like, stop being a pussy. And he goes and he uh, gets to go, he goes to try to get on the horse. And the horse starts running into the ocean with everybody on them and they can't get off because it's sticky. But -hmm. the kid, like the squire is like, Oh crap. Everybody's going to, we're all going to drown. So he chops off his hand and his, 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 his hand is still stuck to the horse. (laughs) I know this is horrible. I don't know why I'm laughing. I don't know. I think it's pretty funny. (laughs) What's wrong with us? I like to just imagine it's like, you know, like one of those like My Little Ponies. It's just like a hand right on the haunch. <laughs> we, we could make that toy variant. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like a slinky horse with like a hand, like, right, like a deep, like a deep bodied hand on the butt. If, if you buy, if you buy the, uh, the Squire model, it can like attach to the hand. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. It's so like, like a magnet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine like, <laughs> like the GI Joe's where the hand pops off. <laughs> Kelpie toy line, new idea. <laughs> it's it'll be like a whole line of cryptid toys. We'll get bunyips. We'll get Kelpies. We'll get Mothman. Mothman that transforms into Ingrid Colt. I'll tell you about that later. <laughs> Uh, so the squire has like has to like go back to like the castle with his not hand (laughs) and says hey all of the princes are dead and then something happens where he gets to like he goes and like he has to like fight the kelpie kills the kelpie marries like a princess and then becomes like a king so long story short handless king dead kelpie Mm. Uh, that's like one of the one of the variations of the horse form myth now comes to the human form myth so there's a folk tale um from bara so b-a-r-r-a which is an island on the outer 
It's like Hebrides. That's what it sounds looks like. It's Hebrides of Scotland. And it's like in the south area of Scotland. So it tells of a Kelpie who transforms himself into a handsome young man, looks like Jamie from Outlander, um, that he is determined to take as uh, his wife, you know, uh, devour Mary Drown. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. the girl sees that this... <laughs> I mean, <laughs> this soaking wet guy covered in seaweed with backwards <laughs> So charming. <laughs> so charming. What is his pickup line? Because people need to know what that is. <laughs> oh, what would be Kelpie pickup line? <laughs> it's having missing an angel. <laughs> are you... Are you a jockey because you've been riding... <laughs> No, I apologize. Uh, I would be have to be in horse form. I was like, backwards horse comes up to you and he's like, hey, are you a jockey? I think it could work in human form too. Are you a jockey? Because you've been... <laughs> I can't get past it. Damn it, Peter. <laughs> Are you a jockey because you've been riding my sticky pelt all t- <laughs> That's And that's how you pick up a woman. <laughs> this is why I don't pick up women. I'm so bad at it. <laughs> well, have you tried these lines? <laughs> you know, you're right. Fair. <laughs> Fair. All right, next time, cover yourself in kelp. Cover myself Make in kelp. Sure- Make sure you're, like, soaking wet. Soaking wet. Has to be salt water. Put some, like, double-sided tape on you so that you're, like, sticky. And then just, like, and then just drop these lines. I could could do that. Or I could just roll myself in Elmer's glue. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but you you have to act quicker with that then. Because, like, you know, that will die eventually. That is true. You have a fair point. (laughs) So... This girl recognizes that this guy is soaking wet, covered in seaweed, super sticky, backward hooves. Um, and he removes his necklace while he sleeps. But his silver necklace is actually his bridle. Do you know what those are? Nope. Oh, it's those, like, chompy bits that horses have in their mouth that you, like, move their Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, okay, so one thing. Why does a wild horse have a bridle? This just hit me. I've read this story a couple of times. Why does a wild horse have a bridle? Is it for himself? I mean, I'm not going to yuck his yum. Maybe it's like of you know wearing like a you know like a choker or something like that. Oh, like he's like an okay. This soaking wet. Jamie-looking motherfucker, covered in seaweed, who's sticky with backward hooves, is also emo and wears a choker. Yeah. (laughs) Obviously. Obviously. Whoa, duh. No wonder. No wonder she fell for him. What's what's not clear here? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you you get that full image, and then he starts asking if she's a jockey. Wearing a bridle as a choker. Hey, are you a jockey? (laughs) Oh my god. I'm gonna have to cut out all these, like, I can't breathe because I'm laughing. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody wants to hear this. You don't want to fill it with, like, minutes of (laughs) stupid laughter. So she finds his his bridle, his silver necklace, and the Kelpie immediately reverts back to his horse form, and it's like, oh no! In horse form, the girl takes him back to her father's farm, where it is put to work for a year. She's like, hey, you tried to trick me, I'm gonna make you, like, 
plow my fields. That sounded bad, but you know what I mean, because you're a horse. (laughs) So at the end of that time... It's not a fence because you're a horse. (laughs) But at the end of the time, the girl rides the Kelpie to consult a wise man. He tells her that she needs to return the silver necklace, and he's like, this is kind of like enslavement, actually, if you really think about it. Um, And then the wise man asks the Kelpie once again, transformed into his handsome young man, um, that the girl was like, you know, like totally caught off, caught, you know, being like an emo, sticky person. Uh Uh A teenager. (laughs) Yeah, like, yeah. It's just a normal teenager, sticky, wears a choker, you don't understand him, it's not a phase. Turns into things now and then. Turns into horses. Mom, it's not a phase! (laughs) It's who I am. It's who I am. You just don't understand me. (laughs) And he gallops off. (laughs) So the wise man goes up and he's all like, hey, uh, Jamie, if you were given the choice uh, to be a Kelpie or a mortal, and like the Kelpie in turn asked the girl whether um, if he were a man, she would agree to marry him. And she said that, yeah, I would totally marry you if you were not like a sticky horse boy. And so the Kelpie chooses to become a mortal human uh, because apparently the wise man isn't just wise, but he's magic. And then they get married. Hmm. So tra- traditionally, yeah, most of the stories are about Kelpies transforming into human males, uh, taking women down to the ocean to drown them or marry them, because uh, most Kelpie stories, aside from this one, they have like a castle under the ground, underwater, where they have to like their wives have to like be with them for like a hundred years down hmm. in this watery tomb of a castle. Do, but how do they, this is like how do they breathe? Magic. Are they are they like dead? You said like a hundred years or so, right? Yeah, I guess they had, like maybe they turn into like zombie water women. <laughs> it checks out. Yeah, that's, that that's makes sense. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then, like uh, a lot of these stories are actually like uh, this is really parallel to another story that you may have heard of of the selkie. Sounds similar. Yeah. So the selkie is like a seal woman so like you know she c- can take off her seal skin turn into a woman like yada yada i'll go into more explanation of that some other time um because their mythology is really cool as well but the selkie is you t- it's usually like men preying on the wi- like human mortals preying on the women instead of the uh monster preying on mortal women mm, where they're like it. this is like it's like it's like the romance novel of folklore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like often used to explain uh children that were out of wedlock. Like, oh, yeah, this like this sticky child doesn't look like you and uh you were away fishing because of a kelpie. Totes. <laughs> totally what happened. Kelpie seduced me. I didn't want to live under the water for a hundred years, but here we are. This sticky child is not yours. I'm sorry. I love, I love that there's not like a simpler way to explain out of wedlock children. It's like no, no, no we got to go all the way to this sticky horseman thing. Sticky horseman or nothing at all. Yes, there's no in between. If you ever go to Scotland, what are you going to do if you run into a sticky horse man or just a sticky horse that elongates its body? Um, I mean, it sounds kind of fun. It's like a party bus, right? Until you yeah. die. Yeah. Until you die. So you can ride it for like a little bit and then I can cut my hand off. But then if you're riding it, your legs are also stuck. Oh. Uh, hmm. Mm. Mm, so tricky. there are a few ways to uh, save yourself from the Kelpie. Uh, traditional wear animal fashion, you could use a silver bullet. So okay. I personally right. like the silver bullet method because it turns it into either seaweed or sea moss or a jellyfish. <laughs> Those are the three options. Yeah, it's like, it's like, 
I don't know what you're going to turn into. Either like seaweed and I can make like some sushi out of you or jellyfish and you're cute and like squishy. But silver bullets, instead of just killing it and it poofing, it just turns into well, the stuff that you see on the, the shore. The moss is kind of like the worst of the those options there, I think. Yeah, sea moss. Yeah, the seaweed would be kind of cool, right? It's like you tried to eat me, so I'm going to turn you into seaweed and make some sushi. Yeah, and just snack on you. Nom, 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 nom. Yeah. <laughs> Take that. And you can no. eat jellyfish too. You can eat jellyfish too. You can make a jellyfish salad. I've seen it in like a world cookbook. Oh. Yeah. So, and then of course the method of cutting yourself free. Um, uh-huh. That's that'll help too. Uh-huh. Uh, third method is you boop it on the head. <laughs> like. So this only works in human form. So this uh, sticky emo Jamie from Outlander comes up to you, um, and you notice it's backwards hooves, and you boop him on the head. It'll turn him back into horse form. <laughs> is, that, is that any better? Isn't the horse form the one that like tracks you in? <laughs> yes, but maybe it'll start, startle it so much. Like you know, they say when like a shark's coming at you, you bop it on the nose, and it mm. runs away. Well, so maybe it turns away? into a horse, and then it like runs away from you. Yeah, it's like, oh no, you've caught me, and it just gallops off. It's like, it's not a phase! <laughs> I thought I was being really subtle with my naked, dripping body of seaweed and, <laughs> and a horse choker, but I guess I was found out. <laughs> You're just, just like me, like, that's not my kink, bro, and bop him on the head. <laughs> if in horse form, it appears to you without any tack, and tack is like the... Um, like the, the bridle and like the thing that goes around the head. Um, you could capture it using a halter stamped with the sign of the cross, because guess what? Christianity came to Scotland and ruined everything. <laughs> <laughs> so with the arrival of Christianity in Scotland in the sixth century, some of the folk stories uh, were, it's it actually was a good thing. They, began recording them and writing them down and taking the oral stories and putting them down on paper. But this is also where some of the uh, Christian influences spread in there, like no sex before marriage. Otherwise, it's like going to be like a demon child. Um, or, or a Kelpie child, right? Or a Kelpie <laughs> child. Your child's going to be sticky. Um, mm-hmm. And then the backward hoof thing is really associated with a Christian mytho- a Christian um, basis of Satan. Satan has like like go- goat feet. Yeah, but they're not they're not backwards, right? No, but if you look at a horse's hooves, oh, the, I see. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, totally there. Um, but Christianity came in, refers to like you know the Kelpie is like oh it's it's a demon. Um, <laughs> So in Robert Burns' uh, poetry, uh, poem, Address to the Devil, the Kelpie's actually mentioned because it's so deep in uh, not only like Scottish folklore, but in also like like the Christianity like beliefs and stuff. So <laughs> you get two poems today. I get a poem? Vows dissolve and snawny and float the jingling icy board. <laughs> Then water kelpies haunt the ford by your direction, and nightened travelers are allured to their destruction. So it's like nothing against Robert Burns, but I feel like the rhyming thing's a bit weird. Nothing <laughs> against him. It's it's like, some, uh, there's some rhyming liberties taken there. Yeah, and all the words are spelled really weird. It's like H O O R D. And that's probably like an old English way of, sell, of of spelling it. Like, and I think it's supposed to, like aren't isn't it fjords, not fords? I thought I thought so. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> fords. Maybe he's <laughs> talking about the car. Oh, there we go. So, sticky, wet, seaweed-covered Jamie from Outlander wearing a horse choker, driving a Ford Bronco. <laughs> <laughs> of course, it's a Bronco. <laughs> He has to be a douche. He has to be a douchebag. Hold on. Sticky, wet, seaweed-covered Jamie from Outlander wearing a horse choker collar, driving a Ford Mustang. 
from 2006. Like one of yeah. those ones. That probably fits the persona a little better, yeah. Not a face! Yeah. Wasn't Papa Roach driving one of those in one of the music videos? I don't know, probably. <laughs> They're probably like... wearing covers, too. Sticky, wet, seaweed-covered Jamie from Outlander wearing a horse bridle choker, driving a Ford Mustang, listening to Papa Roach screaming, it's not a face. <laughs> Can't help but feel like he's compensating for something. <laughs> I thought horses were supposed to be uh, well endowed. endowed. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently not Kelpies. Apparently not. In conclusion, uh, Kelpies are the women's romance novel of folklore in Scotland, who are the sticky, wet, seaweed-covered Jamie from Outlander wearing a horse bridle choker, driving a Ford Mustang, listening to Papa Roach, screaming it's not a phase. <laughs> I, yeah, mean, that's I a, think that's right. That's a romance story of all time, right? <laughs> the romance story of all time. It's not a phase. Cries and gallops off into the distance after you boop it on the nose. <laughs> and sometimes drags other people down. Oh, yeah. Oh, but doesn't, you know, everybody, like, dates that one person that brings you down. That's I feel true. like this is it. Yeah. This one's just a little more literal than most. <laughs> <laughs> Oh wait, no, no, really no! He's listening to drowning in that relationship. <laughs> you know, the worst part is, is like I, I'm picturing Jamie Oliver, uh, Jamie, not Jamie Oliver. <laughs> <laughs> wait, no, no, yes, Jamie Oliver. This <laughs> is taking quite a quite a different direction. <laughs> Jamie from Outlander, but I'm, I'm, I'm thinking like. The, all the descriptions, that's what it should look like, but I just see the lead singer of Papa Roach now, and I don't know why. <laughs> what does that say about you? Like that, I, what does that say about me? Dear God. <laughs> <laughs> I can't not see the lead singer of Papa Roach. <laughs> so that's the story of the Kelpie. So don't go, don't go near cut, water. Cut my Kelpie into pieces. <laughs> So they talk about suffocation. I mean, drowning's kind of part of this whole equation, right? Suffocation. No freaking. Oh. Don't give a man. <laughs> if I cut my hand off. <laughs> Don't give a fuck. If I... My pelt is all sticky. <laughs> Oh, there's something horribly wrong with us, Peter. <laughs> no, we're fine. We're fine. Yeah. Kelpies. That's pretty that's pretty cool. It's pretty gross. Alright, I'm gonna go order a pizza. Kind of a cool Kel name, Kelp. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's like I feel like it's the same person who named like certain fruits. You know? <laughs> it's like, oh, that horse is covered in seaweed. It's Kelpie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's I mean, creating folklore does sound cool. I want to yeah, name things like, Kelpie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why don't like like I'm sure like there's there's like a lot of that goes into like uh one of the urban legends that I do want to tell you about like is Slenderman, but there's a lot that goes into uh the creation myths and like where things come from and that's like really like interesting to me like there's a there's so many myths out there that are similar across all different like countries and like regions and stuff like that and different religions too like you know i said that like there's this is a scottish folklore but it's also relates to a Scandinavian folklore. And then there's like a South Central American folklore. And then there's like an Australian folklore that's all like really similar. And then like, if you would like think back of like, okay, this is essentially just like a creature that turns into human to get what it wants from other people. That's like, opens it up to a wider variety of different cultures. Like you have like werewolves and vampires and 
selkies and i'm sure there's like a million other things i envision it being passed on by like you know someone from another culture talks to like goes to another culture and it's just like man i have no idea how to explain this child i'm having out of wedlock (laughs) they're like (laughs) i got a thing for you (laughs) so you're at the beach one day right yeah this is how it goes sticky seaweed covered dude in a kill <laughs> end of story <laughs> like oh my god brilliant <laughs> like i might guess. i might tweak it a little bit to to you know better fit with the the region that i'm from but but yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah we don't we don't have horses where i'm from so you can use llamas <laughs> yeah llamas oh my god could you imagine like a sticky, a sticky llama, llama? Yeah. Llamas don't look sticky, though. Like, horses, if, like, you see, like, a nice, sleek horse, like, it's kind of like snakes. <laughs> like snakes? So, snakes are actually not slimy. <laughs> but everybody thinks of them as slimy. Oh, just because, like, they have, like, the sheen on their, yeah, like, on their skin? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, you, like, you look at, like, you know, like, a show horse where they're all, like, brushed and, like, pretty and, like, healthy. And, like, I feel like just, like, a sticky llama would probably look like nasty, right? Because it would have like, it's got all like that fur or whatever. It'd be like it'd, it'd be like a Brillo pad that you just use to clean off like a cheesy plate. <laughs> it might not be as good at enticing like seducing people. <laughs> it's like, be careful! It'll spit on you. And it's really sticky spit. <laughs> I know you may be tempted to go and pet the thing that looks like a Brillo pad full of cheese plates. Covered in cheese. <laughs> but, but, but I warn you, it will drag you in. But the worst part is, instead of turning into like a handsome, like debonair, like guy, the llama kelpie turns into. The guy from, oh, shoot, what's his name? Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> covered in kelp. Napoleon Dynamite. In chaps. Covered in American cheese slices. <laughs> riding a razor scooter. <laughs> Listening to Enya. He's just got slices of cheese slapped on him. Now that's a stud. Do you want to go live in my underwater castle? (laughs) God. That's a Kelpie. That's a Helpie. (laughs) As in it needs help? Yes. (laughs) Instead of seduction, it goes for, like, pity. Like, it tries to make you feel bad for it. It's, like, so beta. You just, like, you just feel like you need to take care of it. Like a sad, yeah. hopeless child. <laughs> and instead of like marry, devour, drown, it's pity me, take care of me, ignore me until I go away. <laughs> <laughs> it's not things that it will do to you, it's things that you can do to it. <laughs> I like this one. We should start this as, as a new folklore. <laughs> yeah, you have to do like a like a you know a rough sketch of it too. <laughs> oh my god i would love that i want to see i want to see that in drawing form (laughs) exactly somebody please draw me (laughs) both versions of the kelpie and the help me yeah this is close but i think he had a few more cheese slices on his face One of the cheese slices had, like, a hole bitten out of it and was over his eye. (laughs) Cheese glasses. (laughs) Yes, cheese glasses. Instead of regular glasses, they're glasses made out of American sliced cheese. (laughs) With bites taken out of it. And if you go and try to peel the cheese off of him, you get stuck to the cheese and he drags you into the water and drowns you. Oh, that's the trick. Yeah, he lures you in with cheese. I mean, that would work for me. I was going to say, that. I, 
I could, I could be fooled into that. <laughs> but I think, like, maybe instead of, like, the Kelpie or the help me, maybe if it was, like, an alpaca. Because I feel like alpacas are, like, the sexier version of a llama. <laughs> <laughs> Quote, Brit Oswald. <laughs> Quote, Brit Oswald. So... <laughs> But that, it turns that, into like, down somewhere, like framed. <laughs> like the alpaca, alpaca turns into uh, Jacob from Twilight. Oh my god! <laughs> Only because there's a meme where they put his face next to an alpaca's face, and they look alike. Oh, so it all comes together. It all comes together. It so it makes... turns into Jacob from Twilight, but second movie Jacob. Or no, third movie, Jacob? I don't know. I've only seen the first one and like half of the second one? one. Yeah, I don't think I've actually seen... Maybe I've seen like half the first one. I mean, I, I have the general gist of what happens in it, but I don't uh, care. Like sparkling vampires? <laughs> sparkling vampires, there's a lot of quivering. Um, it's really unfortunate because uh, Robert Pattinson and Kristen Stewart are both amazing actors and actresses. Like they're They're great at what they do. So I feel, I feel sad. <laughs> yeah, I feel bad that they had to be a part of this. I, I love I love the fact that, like, the only thing I really remember from the movie is, like, this scene where Robert Pattinson, like, covers his face because her smell is so, like, alluring. And, like, she kind of just, like, looks and, like, she's like, do I smell bad? <laughs> That's, like, all I remember from the movie. It was, like, <laughs> Because that scene start, was so stupid. You should start doing that to Brandon. Just be like, oh, and just like quiver. <laughs> he's going to think he's like, he's going to like, puts on more deodorant or something. <laughs> I have been trying to switch him to the natural deodorant. So maybe he'll like, maybe they'll. Maybe that's how you encourage it. <laughs> how I encourage it. It's called coastal oak. It smells good. You just like kind of like subliminally like manipulate him every time he like steps in the room. You like light a candle. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just want to smell this coastal oaks candle instead of <laughs> whatever you're bringing in here. Whatever you're bringing in instead of sticky seaweed. <laughs> oh, does it smell like does it smell like sticky seaweed in here? <laughs> Every every time he walks into the room, he has. Yeah, that would be like the worst candle. Is like, can we make can we make the Kelpie candle? Oh my god, we should make the Kelpie candle with real pieces of seaweed. Like the Ken Kendall, Keldle, Kelp with real seaweed, Keldle, Keldle. Yeah, instead actually... of a wick, it's just seaweed. <laughs> I don't know if that would work. Right. All right, all right. So what we what we've come up here is the Kelpie toy line, the Kelpie yeah. uh, dating show, I guess. The Kelpie and, dating show. And the Kelpie candle. And the Kelpie candle. I I I like to see it as like that one dating show from the seventies where like there's like three dudes on one side and like the girl on the other, but it's like the Kelpie on one side and three princesses on the other, and the Kelpie has to like ask questions to see which one. That he wants oh, but to they, like, can't see each other or something like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so he doesn't. Yeah. He has to make the decision of marry, devour, or drown before seeing their faces. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> it's like if <laughs> if we were on the beach one day, what would what would be your favorite thing to do? Pet your still your sticky pelt. Horseback riding. Ooh, I'm, I'll marry that one. <laughs> if you were dessert, what would you be? I don't care what kind of dessert I'd be as long as you leave my entrails on the shore. <laughs> oh, I want to devour that one. <laughs> Kelpie dating show, I love it. <laughs> oh, so good. Okay, Kelpie okay, we have the candles, something. the dating show, and the toy line. <laughs> yeah. 
Kelpies are underrepresented in all of these markets. <laughs> you know what? You are very right. <laughs> you know, it's all Sasquatch this, Mothman that. Where's the Kelpie? Where's yeah. that the sticky, sopping wet Jamie Oliver that we all need? <laughs> <laughs> Jamie Oliver. With the choker. <laughs> With a choker listening to Papa Roach. <laughs> That's what the people need, right? It's what the people need, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta give them what they want. It's capitalism. <laughs> oh, man. The toy with the hand on it. <laughs> just real magnetic hand. Wow, it just pops right off. <laughs> They show, like, the TV commercials to show, like, eight-year-olds playing with this thing. Yeah. I'm gonna be Kelpie in human form. And it's like, wow, watch it transform. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Don't forget to flip the hooves. <laughs> now I'm ready to devour princess. <laughs> princess not included. <laughs> sold separately. <laughs> princess and Squire sold separately. Okay, this was fun. I need to eat. Yeah, yeah, this was fun. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Creepy Pizza. Find us at creepypizza.com and on Instagram at creepypizzapodcast. Tune in next time for a fresh slice of creepy pizza.